Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. Leading Ladies, a concert in celebration of Women's History Month featuring Kelsey Ballerini, Megan Trainer, Mel King, Christina Perry. At the King's Theater in Brooklyn, New York on Wednesday, March 20th. Tickets are on sale now. You don't want to miss this amazing night of music dedicated to uplifting women's voices. With Kelsey Ballerini, Megan Trainer, L. King, and Christina Perry. Odyssey's Leading Ladies presented by Olay Body. Buy your tickets now at kingstheater.com. A-U-D-A-C-Y. Type that into your app search, then download. Gresh and Fourier on W-E-E-I. When you come in three years ago, like me and this guy did, and you had a vision, and you start working together, and you've got an idea how you want to build it, and the type of players you're looking for, and how you want to go top to bottom, offense, defense, special teams, and you're in f***ing lockstep. You're in f***ing lockstep. I'm telling you guys, it's a shitty business. It ain't always perfect, but we, but we do a pretty good job. But without this f***ing guy right here, man, Brad Holmes. That was Dan Campbell after Detroit's victory in the wild card round. Brad Holmes, the general manager who was uh, seen pretty much jumping up and down in an elevator at Ford yeah. Field. If you were in that elevator, you might have got a little nervous that somebody jumping in it would, you know, cause a problem and next thing you know all the way down but they were uh they were all fired up in uh in detroit as they should be rolling into hour two of gresham fourier our uh, guy andrew raycroft will join us at eleven twenty-five. we missed him on friday we'll catch him here today and of course we will still talk to razor on friday back on track here i want it, i wanted to hear that sound because that is the traditional way of doing it mm-hmm. and if you listen to what uh what uh, dan campbell is talking about he the he they had a vision of on what they wanted their team to look like from special teams to defense to offense they knew what they wanted and they went out and they built the team that they wanted to build Fail, succeed, either way, and then Holmes uh, won out, and he got the players, and he worked out the deals, and he manufactured the uh, the trade with Goff and Stafford, and they got the draft picks, and then they built this team, and it worked. And Mayo would be lucky to be able to do the same thing. It would be that's the way it's it's usually done. That's the way it's usually done, and those relationships that start off good. And then the team starts struggling, and then next thing you know, there's no trust, there's no winning, and that's when got that's when guys get fired. John Robinson at Tennessee, Mike Vrabel. Suddenly, here comes a new guy. We don't see eye to eye. Time for us to get away. I I don't know if like if the word is that the that the Patriots aren't going to hire a GM until after the draft. So you're going to go through all the free agency and the draft process, and and just not and then so so then who's Making the pick. Well, it sounds like, at least in New England, everyone, everything is kind of status quo, except, again, you've removed the person in the room that had the final say. So is Matt Groh just the de facto GM who is 
shopping for all the groceries and going to purchase the groceries I would tell Gerard Mayo this mm-hmm. this is a good player for you? Yeah, I would assume that uh, that's the way it's going to go down there. Yeah, or at least right now, anyway. No, God, please, no! Yep, well, that's what it uh, seems like. Hey, listen, who knows? Maybe we're going to see more of the crafts in the draft room. Or, you know, they're going to go. Sure feels that way, doesn't it? You know what? I'm glad you said that. It does feel like a... Oh, yeah. I just don't know. I can't see them doing that. Like, they're just meandering around the draft as the cameras are the cameras on me they're they're waiting to time it up right so they can you know make sure they're part of it and they're all high-fiving everybody man i have a hard time believing that they would do that 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 seems real cringeworthy to me uh yeah like you're that desperate for attention now you finally get the the old guy no, out of the building attention. status recognition what is it power i've got my power back i was <clears throat> paralyzed by this guy who dangled a necklace full of Super Bowl rings and appearances. There was no way for me to combat that. Once you started to give Bill Belichick more and more power, it was very hard to be able to take it away, as we found out. This, to me, it's about it's about power. It's about the, ooh, I get my toy back, and no one gets to tell me when I can play with it anymore. That's what it feels like. <laughs> That's so weird. Uh, well, let's get back to uh, Saturday because Houston whipped up on Cleveland, forty-five to fourteen. Uh, I don't know what's the bigger story here: the way Houston played, or the fact that Flacco absolutely sold himself. I think in a big I spot. think I told you that before when he was getting all that attention. He is a he is a playoff game away. This is during the regular season, but throwing a couple pick sixes. Like, you know, non-offensive. Like he he was flirting with it the last four games, but he was just getting away. He was The guys were dropping the mm-hmm. ball, or the receivers were making this unbelievable, like, effort play to stop the interception, or they caught it themselves. I'm not surprised at all. Yeah, I'm not either. Not I'm a, surprised I'm a little all. surprised that Houston was able to get the score that tilted. And uh, Well, they got two, mean, inter- two touchdowns off interceptions. They did get two pick sixes, yeah. Uh, but even if you take that away, Stroud and the offense did more than enough uh, with what they needed to do. So uh, Cleveland, now, how funny is this? Only the Cleveland Browns, right? Only the Browns would lose a game to a team in which they owe them their first-round pick. That would be about right. It couldn't be, hey, we made the better deal and – you're going to, you know, we're going to get it you in Houston. You're going to get a bunch of higher picks from us. No, they lose to the team head to head, locking in like the 23rd pick or whatever. So Houston <laughs> now took care of making sure they got a better draft pick by beating the team that should have made a trade that should have allowed them to beat them and then didn't. Yeah, that, that, nice uh, job, that, that Houston team, man, it is, uh, <laughs> it's so rare for that to happen for them to hire a first-year head coach and then draft a guy in the first round and then not only make it to the playoffs, but win a playoff game mm-hmm. at home. I just thought that that's a team you sit there and go, okay, let's monitor them and see how they how they handle the situation the next couple of years. Is this a one-and-done type situation? Is this a Mac Jones situation with, with C.J. Stroud? Played so well. Everybody's excited about it. Then the next year, it's like wah, wah, wah. Yeah. Yeah. Max, a lot of close games. Max closer to Mark Sanchez than C.J. Stroud right now. 
Because Sanchez, same thing, started off well. And then, I don't and think anyone declined. even believed in Sanchez, though, if you think about no, it. No, well, like, they went to an AFC title game his rookie year, so that, that's They went to back-to-back back AFC yeah, championship no. games. Right, and then, then the roof came but, in, but, and Mark Sanchez is now on Fox. Uh, now, Christian, let me ask you a question. All I've heard about is wide receivers change everything. Wide receiver. Wide oh, receiver. Geez. Wide receiver. Then explain to me how the Kansas City Chiefs beat the Miami Dolphins 26-7 to when the Chiefs allowed a wide receiver <laughs> to go to Miami and Miami can't come into their own place and beat them with this game-changing, unbelievable wide receiver in Tyreek Hill. Help me out. Help me, uh, help me understand these things. Well, okay. If Tyreek is supposed to be this unbelievable field tilting player, how can the team that gave him up he scored a touchdown won a Super Bowl and they beat that guy when they came in? Oh, because the Dolphins are only about offense and that's not going to win. Well, they were dealing with some injuries also towards the end of the year. They had a bunch of guys get hurt, but still, no, I get your point. But he did his job for the most part. He had a big play. It was a crappy throw by Tua. And he had to, uh, you know, run short to come back to catch the ball. Then he still had the ability. So he scored a touchdown. Like, he didn't have 10 for 140. So do you mean that speed wilts in the cold? Did you see? <gasps> oh, no, no, no. What? Did you see him get How does hemmed that happen? Up? Did you see him get hemmed up at the line of scrimmage? Oh, Did you yeah. see Tyreek Hill get just just punked beyond beyond belief when he's trying to get off the ball? Um, no, it is interesting. See now, see the story turns into you know Tua and all the Alabama quarterbacks is what it turns into. Like well, not a good year for the Alabama quarterbacks. Not good for Mac Jones. Not good for Bryce Young. It was good for Tua in the beginning, and <laughs> Boy, then it was good for Jalen, but now terrible. all of them suck. Terrible for all these Alabama quarterbacks. Let's name all five in the NFL yeah. while other schools can't get one drafted no, in the whole I mean. history you of their institution. I, mean. I know, okay, I know. drafted is one thing. It's just like, okay. I'm just it blown is. away that Tyreek Hill is supposed to be a field flipper and the Dolphins can't win a playoff game. What am I missing? For the most I've part, I've been told offense is well, it. Would you say most, uh, more often than not he is a field flipper like he is an ultimate playmaker the dude makes plays and is he's had a 50-yard touchdown in that game i told him i said he's like acting like he didn't score a touchdown yeah it was awesome sorry he's not he doesn't play quarterback four for 62 and a tutty but again but he's supposed to change everything he's supposed to make it easier for tua why wasn't it easier i hate this this hill that you like you live on oh do you mean the uh the wide receivers are everything hill uh, you mean the well? They the, are. Wait, are they not important? The, the Tyreek downhill. Oh, oh yeah! God, I can't believe I just oh, put that man. on a tee. But for again, you. I I was told wide receivers Who are told everything. You that? Uh, oh, uh, don't people? say shine. Don't say no. Shine. God, no! I wouldn't That's put a, stock in like anything like thing. that. No, whether it's arguing with Keith or or uh, Anderson or just regular people. If you read Twitter, wide receivers should be taken. Super high because they're the bee's knees. They change everything. But they do have a massive impact on your game. Mm. I mean, they, they absolutely do. I feel like you're dismissing what they're how important they are. Then why did the where where where's the Do you think do you think the only the, reason why the, the, no, but the hold Chiefs on. Uh, why beat the, the Dolphins is because Tyreek Hill couldn't, you know, create more But that's touchdowns? supposed to that's supposed to tilt it the other way. That's what I was thinking. Oh God. 
On Saturday, the <laughs> Packers went into Dallas and smashed the Cowboys 48 to 32. The score did not indicate the real sort of way the game was played as we kind of move on to Saturday. And uh, I thought CD Lamb was throwing the game on purpose in the first half. Are you serious? I'm not even kidding. I, it was so not fighting through contact, working hard just, to get into routes, all no, that kind no, of it's stuff. Just like the ball. Like, it's like he, he forgot how to catch. Like, that's what I'm talking about. Like, easy, like, basic stuff that for a guy at his level, just the ball would like go. It was like he. It's like he had something in his eye. I just wonder if the issue in Dallas are the Jimmys and the Joes, or is it the coach? Because it feels like whether it was Jason Garrett, and then you went into Mike McCarthy, and now it feels like somebody else might be coming along too. Bill Belichick, maybe. Uh, that they're just going to, hey, let's change the coach and see if this coach can get more out of these guys. Because, hey! My name's Jerry, and I put the team together, and I think they can win. I just got to find guy, 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 and get him there. Maybe this is a question for later, but based on the fact that as soon as the second second half started, even before the second half, before halftime, there was nothing but Bill's the coach, Bill's the coach. It was a lot of fun on Twitter, okay, because all the different memes. And I was thinking, is are the Dallas Cowboys a head coach away just like – the Tampa Bay Bucks were a quarterback away. Is that the only thing missing? Ooh. Is that the only thing missing from the Dallas Cowboys? I mentioned I asked this question yeah. to Mike Reese on Sunday night and Steve Burton. We did our a late show. And they all said yes. And I kind of paused for a second. I was like, really? Like that's it? They win 12 games every single year. They go to the playoffs. They just they they lay an egg in the in the postseason. Like, is that it? So the coaches, so Bill would take that team. And they would win 11 or 12 games. And yeah, then, and then okay. would they just be better then, in the playoffs? Would they? I'm not so sure. You would I, I mean, think Dak, so? Dak Prescott, and I know that I was screaming, keep Bill and go get Kirk Cousins. There's a lot of Kirk Cousins feeling Dak Prescott. Regular season, good. Postseason, you get a little nervous. But really, the story was the Dallas defense. I mean, if, if Dan Quinn was auditioning for the Seattle Seahawks job, that was not exactly putting your best foot forward based on the way his defense played against a quarterback who first time in the playoffs and Jordan Love looked real comfortable. I mean, I, to me, the story was that Dallas defense. Uh, Detroit then beat the Rams 24-23 in what was an electric atmosphere uh, I'm glad Detroit gets another home game. They're going to take on Tampa. Yeah. Who would have thought, Christian, again, not to get on the soapbox, in the era of O-linemen don't matter, can't win with a run game, Baltimore, San Francisco, Detroit. I think those are three of the teams you're going to see in the conference title games. What are they really based on? More running than throwing or at least heavy balance 50-50 and spending high draft picks on linemen and people like that. It's just pretty interesting. There's the narrative and then there's the results because part of the reason why Detroit won was they won the line of scrimmage and they were tougher than the Rams. And I know that we joke about Dan Campbell, but that you got to have playoff toughness and Detroit showed, I think they've got a level of that. So Detroit definitely showed that and Philly showed just the opposite. They did. Philly wilted in Tampa just, last just night. Just said F it, just gave up. If you if you want to see an example of how not to tackle in the pros, Ooh. watch the Philadelphia Eagles defense. It is almost and I'm like, God, I don't even know if that's Matt Patricia's fault. Hey, I'm going to put you in the right position. There were so many times they were in the right position, they just 
didn't make the tackle. Darius Slay turned down four. Oh, three my or God. four of them. And now I know that he hates Matt Patricia, but I would like to think there's some pre. You're in the playoffs. Professional pride, maybe. Something Don't worry, like that. Matt. You have a job waiting for you just wherever Bill goes. Uh, and then quickly, the early game on Monday that got pushed was Buffalo beating Pittsburgh 31 to 17. There's some rumblings about Mike Tomlin's future. <laughs> Here is how the longtime Steelers head coach's press conference ended last night. Anyone? Mike, you have a year left on your contract. And he turned he around and walked left. out. That was fabulous. That was great. He was like, I'm not even entertaining like, this. Later. That was perfect. Uh, but, uh, Buffalo did win 31-17. Now, Buffalo hosts Kansas City. I got to say, the games with the number one seeds, um, okay. You know, the number one seeds will kind of handle it. The other games are right, Buffalo and Kansas City. And then uh, uh, it's uh, Detroit and, uh, and uh, Tampa. Tampa. Yeah. That's juicy. I tell you what, that that Buffalo KC game, the the stat that's crazy to me is that Patrick Mahomes has never played in a playoff game outside of Kansas City. That's crazy. It's amazing. It is. It is. I've had at least once. Why? Why? If you have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. Leading Ladies, a concert in celebration of Women's History Month featuring Kelsey Ballerini, Megan Trainer, L. King, Christina Perry. At the King's Theater in Brooklyn, New York on Wednesday, March 20th. Tickets are on sale now. You don't want to miss this amazing night of music dedicated to uplifting women's voices. With Kelsey Ballerini, Megan Trainer, L. King, and Christina Perry. Odyssey's Leading Ladies presented by Olay Body. Buy your tickets now at kingstheater.com. Gresh and Fourier on WEEI. Download the Odyssey app and listen on demand anytime. Hockey talk. Hockey talk. Hockey talk. Not the NBA. It's the NHL. It's hockey. Christian Fourier, hockey insider. None of these guys in Boston sports talk radio go to the games. Let the adults talk hockey with you. You sit over there. Sure, old time hockey. Like it is sure. Yeah. Yeah. They always go out and find a kid who's really good to join the team. We need a ringer. We need a Canadian. That's why I played hockey. Because, yeah, you either play hockey or you have to go hunt bear. We got a shout out, Razor. We worked on uh, some some screen this summer. So that, uh, that donut's for him. Oh, listen to the sway man there. Working in our guy, Andrew Raycroft. He of Nissan and WEEI. It is 1125 straight up, and he joins us on the Harbor One Hotline. Razor, good morning, and thank you for the flexibility over a crazy couple of days last week. How are you? 
Good morning, gentlemen. I had a feeling. I had a feeling that Friday I had no chance. So I had actually booked a bunch of other things because I just had that sense that's what the Patriots were up to. So, uh, yeah, happy to jump on now. And now that the Belichick sightings are long gone, we can officially just talk about a good hockey team rather than a, uh, a football team that is suspect. Well, uh, talk about how you have shaped uh, Jeremy Swayman into the player that he is today after hearing that compliment at the end of the Andrew Raycroft Hockey Talk Open. Oh, yeah. Lots of credit needs to be given to me for what uh, for his all-star, for his entire growing up. Uh, yeah, he was, uh, he was being very kind and, and certainly putting me on the spot with that one, so. Uh, he's a great kid. Well, did and, you tell him anything? Really or you, did you seriously tell him anything? Or do you guys ever kind of talk shop? No, well, I jumped on the ice with him in the summer. So there was a few times where he had ice and, and goalie Bob was away in the sun. So he's like, hey, let's do some drills and, and hang out. So uh, we played a little golf and hung out. So, no, I I mean, we did some stuff, but I'm, I definitely didn't give him too many pointers. Just kind of, you know, shot the breeze a little bit with him. So uh-huh. he's, again... He's, he's an awesome guy. Yeah, uh, Razor doesn't want that uh, Dan Orlovsky heat once he said that he was helping Mac Jones. So it feels like <laughs> Razor's trying to take that, have a step back, and be like, ah, the kid's okay. Yeah, but he went. He actually went on the ice. On the ice with him. I don't think Orlovsky ever went out to some football field and said, let's throw balls into the bucket like, you know, like we're doing a fade route. I don't think they ever did that. No, Orlovsky's, Orlovsky's just trying to get his nose in the mix, and that's what I'm trying not to do is yeah. look like Dan Orlovsky. That's what I'm actually, like, yeah, trying to help. And I'm also picking winners, not Mac Jones, too. Whoa! Oh, Shots fired! Jeremy oh. Swayman gets an all-star nod, and the next thing you know, here's Razor. He's been feeling that way all along. He just knows it's safe to go in the water. <laughs> now, now he can do it. Uh, what yeah, do you, exactly. Uh, what do you make of uh, some of the the comments from Jeremy Swayman there, Razor? I know it was kind of unprompted where he talked about arbitration. We know Linus is down right now. Although Swayman did say, hey, that guy's like a Viking. He'll be back soon. He's double tough. So it's not like he threw big lean under the bus. But is Swayman kind of feeling himself a little bit and getting that confidence to where he feels like he can start to express himself a little bit more? Uh, yeah, it was. It was. I mean, he you, he almost always toes the line and does a great job with his interviews and and saying the right thing. And I, I was I I I liked it. I, I in just in the simple fact that uh, it was personal and and we know arbitration in sports is personal to sit in those rooms. Like you said, I think you just called it how it was. I, I think I've, I know guys, my friends have done and sat in those rooms and, and, and it's brutal. And, and it, it, I think his ability to, to let it go and just play his game and, and, you know, separate the two, but, but certainly that came out the other night and uh, I, I don't expect it to be lingering. I don't expect it to happen often. I think it was just kind of, uh, he felt like the the moment could happen then after, you know, he's probably pretty proud of being an all-star. Yeah, and I can easily see him, like, reminiscing back to when he was doing the or going through the arbitration, and they were telling him all the reasons why he wasn't worthy of more money, and then here he is kind of, in a way, getting the last laugh, at least for now, with the all-star nod, right? Exactly, and, and, and that's at the, other, at the other side of it, right? If you're an organization, you want a guy like that, 
you don't want you want a Tom Brady, right? Tom Brady had the exact same. You want that kind of mentality in your organization. You don't want to have a guy who who went to arbitration, heard all those things, and then you know cut his nose off despite his face by playing poorly and said, "Well, you guys were right and get rid of me." Uh, he, he's gone the other way and, and proving everybody wrong. And and I, you want that guy in your room, you want that guy in your crease, and you want that guy in your organization. Andrew Raycroft of Nesson and, of course, of WEI here with Gresham Fourier breaking down everything Bruins-related. Uh, Jim Montgomery, after the game, had a pretty interesting quote of the, hey, we were in X amount of time zones and X amount of games and X amount of days and had all the numbers and the stats worked out. And it seemed that he was, I don't know about pleased would be the right word, but he was okay with the way the team has played the last two weeks. What did you make of Monty's comments after last night's game? Well, I, th- I thought he was bang on. And while I was sitting up at 2 in the morning all last week watching overtime game after shootout game, just trying to get out of that building like 10 minutes earlier so I could get 10 more minutes of sleep, praying for it not to go to overtime. Um, by the third one, I, I like, and I got a little bit of sleep. I was thinking, you know what? Three overtime losses against these teams in, in this travel stretch over four days is actually good. Uh, they could have easily lost those games 3 nothing and, and found a way to justify it. Uh, and then to back it up with an overtime win in St. Louis and then come home and dominate the way they did yesterday, they, this team works in five-game stretches, and they got seven points out of ten. A 700% winning is, is where they're at in the entire season. It puts them in second place in the entire National Hockey League. It turned out to be a, a, an absolutely fantastic nine days. And, and if they had been given seven points before it started, they would have taken them and, and skipped the whole thing. So I, I think it was very genuine. And, and I think they feel great now that they have 11 of the next 13 games on home ice. Yeah, I was going to say, like, I saw some stat about how far ahead, like how many like road games they have banked already. Like the more than yeah. any other, more than like any other team in the, the NHL right now. Yeah, they're plus five now. They were plus six after that St. Louis game halfway through the season. So they've got a ton of away uh, road, home games, I should say, uh, coming up, and and they've gotten they've just got the one more trip, three more, four more games out to Western Canada, and and that's everything else is Eastern. Everything else they're in their bed at, at twelve o'clock after games. So. They, they've certainly grinded it out. And Brad Marchand said it the other night, too, where they, he was asked about the dog days typically being January, February, and he said, feels like we've already gone through the dog days because of what our November, December schedule was and all the road games we had to play. So uh, this team will be energized. I think they have the opportunity to, to go on a run here in the next couple weeks just with all their home games and, and maybe make some more room between themselves and at least the third, fourth-place teams in the division. Uh, Razor, is this team getting better at handling third periods? I know we've had those discussions over the past month or so. Do you think in terms of close and lay, closing things out, things like that, are you seeing the kind of improvement that you want to here as the season's gone along? Yeah, I think it's getting better. I think it's still difficult, um, especially when you're playing teams that are, are fighting for their lives. Because that's what the NHL, the, the playoffs have started for a dozen teams. I mean, you have to win every night. You have to keep pace. And, and the Bruins are playing some of those desperate teams when it comes to the third period. So the key for me in, this third, in these third periods for them is staying out of the penalty box. It, it, they've, they've taken a lot of minor penalties 
over the last couple of weeks, and, and it's taxing. And when they don't have Forbert, they don't have Carlo, uh, the real key for them in the third periods is to stay out of the box, and we saw that against New Jersey, uh, and, and hopefully we see that continuing. So you can always get better at closing out. You can get better at six on five, but I think they're getting a little more comfortable being in the close game. So we're talking to Andrew Razor Raycroft, and I'm curious, almost at the – are we at the halfway point now, or is the All-Star game the official – halfway point no we're yeah so officially we're past the halfway so yeah we have 43 games now um technically it's it's kind of the all-star break like they've got these next five six games i believe get to the break then you get your your 10 days off and that really feels kind of halfway for everybody so so who's impressed you the most so far player wise or yeah. team wise player wise on the bruins player wise yeah maybe Prince a dark Frederick. horse maybe oh, okay why Trent Frederick's been awesome. Uh, his ability to step up, he had career highs in goals, assists last season, and we're wondering if he could take another step, and he, and he has. He's becoming a legit top 10 power forward in the league. Uh, he scored a great empty netter again last night, and the reason I think why is last year his skating continued to get better, and, and that carried through the summer, and I think his hockey sense, his little bit of experience has grown and 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 filled in to that skating ability that he's he's gained as well. So he's getting to play so much quicker. He's on top of the puck so much quicker, and all of that's translating into confidence. So he's going to crush his career highs from last season. He could be a forty-point guy this year, and and that's a huge upgrade and something that I, I don't think we were going to really expect him to make that kind of a jump. So for me, he's the guy that's really put things together that I didn't expect at this level. Razor, I know that the trade market is complicated. The Bruins do not have a lot of cap space. They would have to subtract from the main roster to be able to add someone given how they really don't have a lot of money to spend. Uh, We've talked about this before in terms of there are a lot of teams that are up against it, but do you think as we start to head towards this all-star break, there will be teams that will be able to either start to figure it out or some teams will kind of run the white flag up the flagpole and say, all right, we know we're really not in it, and start liquidating some assets. Do you see some some movement coming in terms of uh, the trade deadline and the hope that the Bruins can maybe find somebody cheap to help them get better? I keep asking um, people that actually know what's going on in the league and uh, it feels and seems to them that it's after the All-Star break. So All-Star breaks in three, two weeks, two and a half weeks. Uh, trade deadline's in about seven to eight weeks. It feels like people in the league think it'll open up just a little bit after the All-Star break. Uh, but everybody's really trying to count their pennies. And, and it's a, because of the, the way they calculate on a daily basis, every day counts so much to these teams that they feel like it will have to be close to the deadline to open things up. Somebody will probably jump in a little early to try and take advantage, and once that happens, hopefully it breaks. Um, I I hope the Bruins are involved. I don't know what they can pull off or how they can do it, but you know the way that Don's done business over the last five years, that he's going to be working the phones on a daily basis to try and make it happen. Good stuff from our buddy Andrew Razor Raycroft with us on the Harbor One Hotline and back to a normal sleeping schedule after all the craziness last week. Most importantly, correct. So, yeah, drive home safe today. We got some real winter in New England. I love it. Like, (laughs) it's been nice. Oh, boy.
Like, Wait, hey, Razor, more... do you do you do the whole backyard ice rink at your house? Did you are you I like I you, do. You do. Yeah, so I done it this year until last week I put it in cuz I was watching the weather and this snow today is not making me too happy. I'm really nervous about how it looks, but we're going to get like real cold 5 days here that my kids should be able to use it. Um, for at least one day, so we'll we'll take it here in wow. New England. So it's a lot of work for one, possibly one. I just feel like the, the dads that do that are really kind of kind of have a screw loose. I'm not gonna lie. Yeah, no, I honestly, I it's just complete guilt. Like my kids <laughs> okay. are on, like on my case nonstop. It's not it's not a labor of love for me in any way whatsoever. It's complete guilt that at least 15 years from now. They can't complain that I didn't do a race. There you like, go. I right. feel like that's basically what I'm doing. Like okay. one less therapy session for them because I'm doing it. That <laughs> <Yeah>, boy. <laughs> but what do you mean you can't say that to the therapist? I actually built you an outdoor yeah. rink. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> good exactly. thinking, actually. Good, good job by you. Yeah. Razor, thanks, yeah, buddy. Thanks. We... I don't think it'll help. There you <laughs> go. That's right. Razor, thanks, buddy. We appreciate you. We'll talk to you on Friday. Can't wait. Thanks, guys. There we go. There goes our uh, guy, Andrew Razor Raycroft, with us on the I, Harbor I, One Hotline. I see these guys, you know, I go through, like, you know, driving through neighborhoods on the way, on the way to work or over my own neighborhood, and I see the guys, they put up the, you know, they put the, the plywood on the side to get it all set up, you know, and I'm like, it's, it just feels like it's never cold. And, like, so they're hoping for one day that thing would freeze over so their kids can go out there and... Hit shoot the puck around a little bit. As you could uh as you could imagine, my brother and I share some tendencies and one of them is um we have bouts of O C D in weird ways. He much more than me. He wiped out a like a uh, a lot on his property, right? Brought in a bobcat, had someone level it off. So that when the summer comes, he can just pop up the rink, fill it with water, get that thing frozen. They have lights like my nephew's little team. I I don't know what I, he's uh, 11, about to be 12. So I don't know if that's pints, mites, squirts, quarts, gallons. I have no idea on the way they but whatever his little team is, they've actually gone to my brother's house to practice. When they haven't had rink time, he's a nut That's job over it. But yeah, I'll tell you it's what, not though, even regula- it's, it's regulation. It's pretty close. It's Jeez. pretty close. I, a, I, you know what? That's though? a lot of work, man. It's kind of dope. I'm like, sure. Listen, when, you, when it's yeah, said and done, I'm sure it is. I'm awesome. sure that uh, you know you're, uh, and uh, given the uh, state of your body after a long NFL career, you might not be able to throw skates on or anything like that. Or nor would you, you want shoes to. On. You'd have to wear a football helmet because if you go down backwards, you're not protecting your head. Oh, I would wear uh, wrist guards like they do for rollerblading. I would wear those. I wouldn't want to break my wrist when I fall. I would definitely wear a helmet Mm -hmm. and probably like a a spine pad and a butt pad. Yeah, something like that. And a mouth guard. uh, Oh, yeah, the mouth guard. I don't lose my teeth. that, That would be me. Uh, I got one tooth that's barely hanging on. <laughs> I'd wipe out in the corner, and the next thing I know, my tooth would fall out or something. But no, that I tell you what, though, if you if you do have the backyard rink, I mean, you're at January sixteenth. You might have a month. Might maybe might have a month. It's been a little rough for the uh, backyard rink uh, builders. And uh, listen, I don't think they're crazy at all. They're crazy about hockey for you. There you go. It's no different than like razors. You know, he's got boys, but if you you know. 
Maybe if you had a daughter, it'd be more about give me Taylor Swift tickets, Dad. Versus, oh yeah. Hey, put up the outdoor rink. Everyone's. Got I'd rather a do Taylor scale. Swift than the rink. Uh, so easy because it's it just, a phone call. It's, it's a phone call. It's cash. No, I can't see you uh, going through the trouble of getting the rink done for them to you not be able to use it. That'd be the you know, like if you were a golfer, you put in a golf simulator because you know you're going to use it. If you're a hockey guy or a whack nut, just you want to skate. Yeah, you can kind of have it, but you don't have it that long. I'm I'm kind of with you. It's a it's a lot of work, but I guess when your kids play hockey, that's really that's all my nephew wants to do. Just rip pucks with a lefty shot. Just stand there the whole time, just ripping them, ripping them, ripping them. It's like, come on, man. Is this really? Yep, sure enough. It's a Slovak in him, I guess. <laughs> well, we never I mean Western Pennsylvania, what was an ice rink? It was the pond, and that was it. If you were lucky. Then the Monongahela River flows the wrong way. Google it, kids. You'll see the three rivers. <laughs> anyway, spell it. Yeah, well, there is that, too. I'll tell you what. If you could spell that, I would buy pizza next week. Ooh. <laughs> I threw the challenge out say there. Say it again. What's it called? No, no. Just say the name of the river. Monongahela. I mean, okay. Can you use it as a sentence? Hold on. Uh, country right, well, Okay, I'm going to do it right now during the break. Uh, Monongahela? Yeah. Okay. Go ahead. This will be interesting. Oh, And a hit on the parlay. We'll tell you how much we won on Friday and maybe give you another winner next with the lunchtime parlay regression for you. Save us as a favorite on the Odyssey app and take Boston Sports Original everywhere you go. Gresh and Fourier on WEEI. Don't get mad at me. I was about you to ask. I was looking for you. I yeah. was looking for you. You were nowhere to be found. Mm. What the hell are you doing? I've been During sitting the break. here for the last two and a half minutes. I just came in here. I said, where's Nick? And then we were talking about gambling. And then, uh, you know, because. Uh, yeah, I was telling uh, Fourier how I was uh, two steps away from an eight-legger $5 free bet parlay that would have turned into uh, close to 700 bucks. And I was mm. telling him. And I, thank you. And I was telling him that I. I've determined how to spell the Mongolonga River. What was that now? The Mon, hold on. Monongahela River. Sure. Monongahela. Monongahela. Okay. okay, how do you spell it? Go Are ahead. you ready? Yeah, sure. I, so, M. Yep. O. Yep. N. Yep. A. Okay. G. Sure. Wait, you got to tell me if I'm wrong or not. You're wrong. Oh, wait a where did I where Fourth did I, letter? Oh, what? So how do you spell it? M O yeah N O N G A H E L A. If you break it down phonetically, Monongahela. Yeah, it's yeah. kind of easy. I had part of it. You did. You got the first three <laughs> letters right. I had part of it. There you go. That's a. It's a tough uh, one to spell. They give it to uh, third graders in uh, stop in uh, what, elementary school in Western Please. Pennsylvania. Well, that's not like they can spell it. Well, they see it every it's day like when they're probably w- when they're the going song. to work. Uh, what, what what are the kids there working in the uh, factory? Twelve yeah, years old. That's what they do in Western it's, Pennsylvania? It's pretty close. It's not far <laughs> off. Get your get your butt in those uh, steel mills and uh, the, the you know the in the mines. Uh, yeah, pretty close. Well, we hit a parlay, ladies Atta and gentlemen. Boy. $108.25 on a weekend winner that included uh, the Bills beating the Steelers, 
The Rams covering against the Lions. Nikola Jokic over eight and a half assists for New Orleans. And Chiefs Dolphins under 43 and a half. Uh, so that was a nice winner of $108.25. Uh, I know my, my guy $10 shake in the Twitch chat for you. Yeah. He had the uh, over in the uh, Lions-Rams game like I did on my parlay. And, uh, yeah, ends up staying under when it's all said and done. 21-17 at the half. You're thinking, this thing's going over. Nap. 24-23, porking some people out there. $10 shake took it on the chin. We didn't, though. Nope. So we are now in the green, $38.25 on the Lunchtime Parlay, which is presented by FanDuel, America's number one sportsbook, official sportsbook at WEEI. Uh, I'll go first today. I'm going with a college basketball pick. Um, based on some of the metrics that are out there and some of these people who really follow the college basketball power rankings, this should be a much bigger spread than it is. So I'm going to go with at least a little bit of the betting analytics and go with Charlotte minus two against Rice. Because if a city can't beat a food, what do we do? No. Billy Lanning, what do you got, friend? All right, so I've been completely off the grid, so I'm going a little, uh, we'll try not something to risk here. It's a plus 205. I'm going to take the Thunder on the money line against the Clippers. Mm. A little juice to it. A little juice to it, plus 205. Well, I think three Woo. three or four NBA games tonight, not a not a big card, I don't think, in the, uh, in the NBA. Chicken Nick, what do you got? The Winnipeg Jets are in New York to play the Islanders. The Jets are really, really good this year. They have the best defensive team in hockey, and the Islanders don't score a lot of points. So give me the Winnipeg Jets to cover the puck line tonight at minus one and a half. All hmm. right, then. And finally, Christian Fourier. Hmm. I'm just going back to like a nice little comfy little pick that I usually make during the postseason. Oh, you're going back to the well, are you? I'm going back. Well, you know, it did work for a, who, who made this pick last week on Friday because it hit, right? That yeah, was part I, of our winner. I, I made it for Billy. Are the Pistons uh, not playing tonight? And it was a, no, I didn't no, play. No, he's off the Pistons now. So there was a, this was at eight and a half. And today, the Nikola Jokic, uh, uh Assist is set at nine and a half, so they're getting wise. Well, but, or they're just you know, there's a one, uh, there's a, a one sort of assist line difference game to game. All right, well, I'm going to take the over again, right? Because I think everyone says I'm not allowed to take any unders. What's that? I think right, right, it's Billy. Aren't you saying like no, no unders? I just, allowed? I just said unders are boring. Unders are boring. Oh, okay. That's the roof for an under. Yeah, exactly. That's what it was. That was a line. Again, and you know what? Gamble, so. I and, did with Kansas City, Miami. But I kind of feel, I kind of agree with him. Who wants? I want him to, to to reach it and then surpass it, right? So like, there's a little hope involved for me. And the last two games, nine assists, fourteen assists, and then I go the three, the, the last three to four, that it's six and sixteen. So I'm gonna go with over nine and a half assists. All right. So What's we got name, Christian. We got Nicola. Oh, uh, uh, I didn't spell it. Yeah, you, you did. did. No, I didn't. You no, I, I no, did I didn't. I changed it and then I put it back. I swear to God, well, listen, we were all just watching. Jay it. is right next to K on the keyboard. Okay, we, we you kind of like, but you kind of cut me some slack, Nick. All right, stop disappearing no. all the time. What are your fingers hurting you? You yeah, see me type a disease like me? Have you seen me type? <laughs> I don't have that yeah, disease. You're a I, search and, I search and peck. Yep, you're a chicken pecker. Absolutely. And so what if it's uh, if it's Johnny wrong? Johnny typewriter over here. You mm-hmm. just you just sit there and you uh, well, it screws up groups, Coop's graphic. Uh, Coop's like the the elitist of the group. I'm sure he can figure out how to spell. Wow. Nikola Jokic over nine and a half assists. The Winnipeg Jets minus the goal and a half. The Thunder on the, the money thunder. line against the Clippers. 
And I got college basketball. Charlotte minus two against Rice. Ladies and gentlemen, you're 10 bucks will win you. How about this? $266.64. We'll make sure to get that up on social media. Gresh Fourier, W-E-E-I on Twitter. Gresh and Fourier. Spell the A-N-D between our last names. When it comes to Instagram, we will talk football like we do every Tuesday with Tommy Curran next. How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Ookla speed test intelligence data. Fixed median download speeds. US Q3 2023. The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new car. Like a legendary Camry, built for performance and available with all-wheel drive, you can count on your new Camry to get anywhere you need to go. And with available features like heated seats and a multimedia touchscreen, you can stay connected in comfort and style. Or check out an affordable and reliable Corolla with a trim for every lifestyle. From the hip and agile sedan to the sporty hatchback, there's a dependable Corolla built just for you. Plus, both Camrys and Corollas are available in hybrid models. So no matter your style, you can drive efficiently and affordably. And right now, your local Toyota dealer has more vehicles in stock and is making delivery on new vehicles almost every day. So visit your local Toyota dealer. And check out amazing national sales event deals on Camrys, Corollas, and more when you visit buyatoyota.com. Offers end April 1st. Toyota, let's go places. Leading Ladies, a concert in celebration of Women's History Month featuring Kelsey Ballerini, Megan Trainer, L. King, Christina Perry. At the King's Theatre in Brooklyn, New York on Wednesday, March 20th. Tickets are on sale now. You don't want to miss this amazing night of music dedicated to uplifting women's voices. With Kelsey Ballerini, Megan Trainer, L. King, and Christina Perry. Odyssey's Leading Ladies presented by Olay Body. Buy your tickets now at kingstheatre.com.